you're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learned to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learned to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hello and happy Friday, you guys. I hope you're having a good week. I have some very exciting weekend plans. Uh, my niece and I have been reading through the Harry Potter books. And so every time we finish a book, then we watch a movie and have our Harry Potter sleepover. So we finally finished the book last week. We finished Goblet of Fire. And so we're going to watch the next movie. So we're going to watch Harry Potter number five. Um, so I'm really excited because we always do something fun for it. We cook, we have like a themed menu. We make a menu for it. Um, we make like magic macaroni and cheese and we have broomstick brownies and we just make it a whole event and she loves it so much. And I love it too. Um, I'm going to try to make a chocolate souffle, which I've only ever made one time before, just kind of on a whim and it turned out okay. Um, so I'm going to try it again just for fun. And uh, I've been craving a chocolate treat. So that sounded really good to me. And that's what we're going to do this weekend. So I hope you guys have something fun planned for the weekend. Get outside for a little bit. Um, and somebody posted in their Instagram stories about like, what is everyone doing to stay sane? And I always say like, just going outside, swimming in lakes has been really fun. I've been enjoying that. And just like going on a hike and not having shit to do during the day, not be worried about my phone or anything else has been really nice. The last thing I wanted to tell you guys is I we are on week two of the Wealth Academy, which is amazing. The ladies inside are doing some great work. Uh, I always tell people like, you know, with anything, you can tell people a way to do something and kind of give them the tools that they need to do it. But it's really up to you if you're going to do it and kind of put in the work to do it. And I am so, so happy to have this group of ladies in there. They're putting in the work. They're showing up to calls and, you know, asking me all their questions. And we're making some huge, huge prog progress in their financial well-being. Um, this week, we're trimming expenses. So, we set up everybody's budget and then we kind of went through major things that could be trimmed so that they can put it towards other stuff that they're saving for. And the other thing that we're working on this week is like putting a dollar amount to the stuff that they want to save for. And I find that a lot of people don't really do it. Like you'll say, oh, I want to save for a house or I want to save for a new car, but we don't have like an actual dollar amount. So it's kind of hard to set like monthly goals to save for those things. If we don't have an overall, you know, chunk of money that we need to save, it's really hard because you'll just put away like whatever you can instead of actively doing something to like hit your monthly savings goals. So I had everybody sit down and do like try to estimate as best as they could what a new car is going to cost them, what the vacation they want to take is going to cost them so that we can start planning for it and we don't get like you know, I don't want them to get six months down the line and 
you know, be back into financial trouble where they're like, oh, I want to go do this thing. And I didn't save properly for it because, you know, <laughs> let's take vacation, for example, like 74% of Americans have gone into debt to go on vacation. It's for exactly this reason, because people just want to say like, oh, I want to go on vacation. And they save like a little bit of money here and there, but it ends up not being enough. So you have to like use your credit card to get you through the last week or so because we don't want to take the time to actually plan it out and um, make like a strategy for it. So I'm really proud of them. And I would encourage you listening to this, if there's something big that you want to save for, to take that time and actually put together like, okay, how much do I think this is going to cost me? So that you can, so you know how much you need to save every month to get to that goal. Okay, let's get into the meat of this episode. And that is kind of the difference between an outcome-based goal and an identity-based goal in the context of your financial future. So if we have an outcome-based goal, that's essentially like, I want to save five grand or I want to get out of debt, which is great. And it's like, based on that outcome, you will feel successful, right? So like, if you get out of debt, you're going to feel great about it. If you save $5,000, you'll feel great about it. I just don't know that it's as efficient as putting together like an identity-based goal. So let me tell you, like, if you set an outcome-based goal, like what happens afterwards, right? Like, what happens after you pay off your credit card or what happens after you save $5,000? It's kind of like, if you think about people trying to lose weight or people trying to get fit, they have like this outcome-based goal of like, I want to lose 10 pounds. And then they like work unsustainably, like crazy people until they reach that goal. And then they're like, okay, great. Now what? And they kind of like go back into like that yo-yo of like lost 10 pounds, then I'm gaining it back because I'm I'm just basing my goal on the outcome of losing 10 pounds. Okay, so what do we do instead? I think the better way to do it, and there's good research on this fact, is that if you can create an identity-based goal, and I will explain what that is, then you are far more likely to integrate that into your life. So an identity-based goal, I'll give you an example first. So it's basically like you evaluate what you want, and then you evaluate what are the characteristics of somebody who is the person that you want to be. So my, let me give you this example. My stepdad is like the fitness guy. He's always been that way from like the time he was super young until the time he is now. He works out every single morning. Like that's just a part of who he is. He identifies so, so much with like eating well and taking care of himself and exercising every single day to the point that like right now he's helping my brother like at his house redo some things it's hard labor like swinging a hammer putting up you know siding on a house and it's like a lot of work right what does he do every morning before he goes to do that he works out right like it's not the fact that he's like well i'm not going to get my exercise today so i'm going to work out it's like I'm going to work out no matter what's happening the rest of the day. So no matter what his plans are for the rest of the day, the very first thing that he does is he works out and he goes to the grocery store and he plans healthy meals because he has so much embodied that person and that personality of like, my identity is a fitness person and that's who I am. And he proves it to himself, right? Every single day by waking up at four in the morning and working out before anything else happens. Like there's no other excuse. It's not like, oh, I don't need to work out today because, you know, I'm going to be 
going on a hike later in the day. He will still do it. That's just how he is. And that's kind of like, you don't need to be like to that extreme. <laughs> um, but that's kind of like a great, great example of what these identity-based goals can do for you. So like I just said a few moments ago, it's like, if you want to be a fitness person, if you want to you know, lead a healthier lifestyle, then you can think to yourself like, okay, what are the characteristics of somebody who would be identified as like this healthy fitness person? Would they go out to McDonald's every Friday night? Probably not. Um, would they order takeout all the time? Probably not. And so you can kind of like, we all know these things about the person that is a fitness person. Like they probably work out consistently five times a week. They go to the grocery store and make healthy meals. They're as active as they can be. Like those are the characteristics of somebody that is a fitness person that identifies as being that person. So if you want to integrate, now let's kind of like extrapolate it to finances. If you want to be somebody who is financially responsible, you have to think to yourself like, okay, what would somebody who is financially responsible, what would some of their characteristics be? It's probably something like, they check in on their money once a week. They don't spend impulsively. They track their expenses and keep track of their savings. They have savings goals. They know how much certain things are going to cost them. They don't um, like overspend frivolously on certain things. Like, right, that would be somebody who is a financially responsible person. So if you are trying to work your way up to being that person, then you could start to embody some of those personality traits or characteristics of a person who is financially responsible. And that's what this setting identity-based goals is all about. So the very first part of doing this is just what I said, is identifying those characteristics of the person who is what you want to be. You want to be a financially responsible person. You want to be a fitness person and a healthy person. You want to be a marathon person. You want to be somebody who makes delicious food. You want to be somebody who is a reliable friend and always checks on people. Like, okay, so what would that person, what kind of characteristics would that person have? That's the very first step. And the second step is to just prove it to yourself, right? Show up regularly and do things that that person would do. So that means in the context of money, it means maybe once a week you set up a time to check on your money and just make sure that you're not overspending in certain areas. Maybe it means you're going to sit down this weekend and figure out how much that vacation is going to cost you so that you're not planning to go into debt to go on a vacation that you know is happening. Maybe it means you're going to figure out what upcoming expenses you have. Do you need a new roof on your house? Are you planning on remodeling your house and you don't want to take out a loan for it? Like Those are all things that somebody who is financially responsible would do. And it also doesn't have an end, right? So I talked about in the beginning how an outcome-based goal, let's say it's lose 10 pounds, you get to the end of it and you're like, okay, I lost 10 pounds, now what do I do? And you don't have that like strong identity to base your next actions on because it's just like, okay, I did the thing, now what? Your identity-based goal is like, you can only get stronger in your identity the more that you do it. So there's no end to it. It's not like, okay, I did a money check-in this week. I am now this financially responsible person. No, you have to like keep proving it to yourself over and over again. Like once a week, I'm going to check on my money. I'm going to do this. There's no end to it that you can just like sit on your haunches once it's done and say like, okay, I did the thing. And that's, what's great about this identity-based goals. You can only keep improving upon it and becoming more and more of that person that you want to be. So, so I would love for you guys to sit down and kind of think about 
the things that you were hoping to accomplish in your life and changing them from kind of like that outcome-based goal of like lose 10 pounds, save five grand. It's a little too vague. So instead of like having those outcome-based goals, I would love for you guys to sit down and think about how you can make it more of an identity-based goal that you can continuously work towards because those are the ones that are going to stick with you for life, right? Like at the very, very beginning of this episode, I talked about how my stepdad has been the fitness guy and the health guy for his entire life. So it only gets stronger and becomes more ingrained in the person that you are the more that you do it. So if you can base these things on being a better friend, being available to people or being financially responsible or being a healthy person, then you're going to see that kind of like extend throughout your lifetime as you can strengthen those habits in your life. If you guys want to share it with me, I'm always happy to. You guys know you can send me a DM on Instagram if you need a little help thinking about what are the characteristics of this person and how can I ingrain this into the person that I am and my own identity. I'd be happy to help you. And I would also love to hear it. Um, and I love talking to people about how they can transform kind of like their goals in this fashion. So that's all for this episode. And I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening. And if you have any questions or you just want to chit chat, um, please send me a DM on Instagram, uh, join my Facebook group. You guys all know how to get into contact with me by now. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. I am going to start planning our Harry Potter menu today so that we can have our magic macaroni and cheese and have our broomstick brownies. And I need to come up with a name for this chocolate souffle that's like Harry Potter themed. So I'm going to work on that too. And we're going to put together our Harry Potter sleepover menu. So have a great weekend, you guys. And thank you so much for listening. 